I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sestrino, back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories here for the week of April 19th, 2022, here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yeah, that's right. News AF is back once again, and here we are to talk about some great News stories from uh, this past week. And here I am back with a man who is here week in and week out. Hey, even though he has many adventures going in, please uh, welcome in the eye in the sky, vascular D, Danny Bryson. Grinding away. <laughs> Grinding. You say, yeah. Yep. Yes. Danny, I was, just, I was just flying a helicopter, speaking of adventures, all day yesterday. Oh, my God. Where, where did you go? <clears throat> Uh, we flew down actually to, to Arizona. Yeah. Were you Did, looking for Tyson from overhead? We scoured the desert. Yes. We flew low level. You didn't find his lifeless body. I didn't see him anywhere. Yeah. And we were down there for quite some time looking all over the place. And eventually we had to come back, but yeah, still no sight okay. of Tyson, at least in Northern You're a Arizona. good friend. You're a good friend, Danny. I know. I mounted a rescue operation but there was no one to rescue mm-hmm. yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you're going to keep looking. Yeah. Maybe I'll get uh, some people together and go down again to Arizona, try a different part. Yeah. He loves animals. So just go hone in on the places with the most animals. Maybe he's decided to become feral. You don't think he's in danger, do you? <sighs> he's pretty tall. Mm-hmm. He's got a good mustache. So that prepares him, you know, makes him able to defend himself yeah. in most situations. Okay. Well, Danny, um, this is a, you know, an incredible search. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, he's posting on social media. So I like, I, you know, at first I thought he was, we were getting ghosted like the pepper you ate back at news AM mm, 100. Still live. can taste that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, so, but the show must go on. And so we're here to bring you the top news stories every single week. We have a great guest here with us, uh, back with us. He actually filled in for Danny one time back in uh, 2021, uh, back when it was uh, Tyson and I here with this man who, of course, has a lot going on over on RHAP right now. Of course, you can catch him every week podcasting away about The Masked Singer and has just kicked off a new season of 90 Day Fiance coverage over on RHAP. It's Puya Zambakili. Puya, how are you? Rob, I'm doing delightful. You know, the shoes, they're too big to fill. I can never fill these shoes, whether it's Danny or Tyson. Yes. That's right. Both of them. His shoe size small, though. 
So oh, really? Yeah, he's okay. like a nine and a half. So don't feel intimidated at all. Well, I can't fill those shoes for different reasons now. But <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I, I tried to say this in the pre-show, but um, you know, I'm here to make my wife jealous. That's what I'm here for. G- Danny, she is a big fan of News AF. She's a big fan of yours. Liana, <laughs> look who's here. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, did you know this, that Puya's wife is uh, not only a big fan of News AF, but, uh, you know, I find this very impressive because uh, that she's also a scientist. And so I always get very, you know, happy to hear when, uh, you know, very smart people are not just dismissing what we're talking about here on News AF. Oh, that's add some credibility. Yes. It does. It does. A yeah, member of the scientific community. I always wish I was a member of that community. It would just add some gravitas to everything I said. If I could also say I was a scientist, right? What, what area of science would be your focus, Danny? Maybe you want an area that's easy to graduate in, but sounds um, super awesome. I don't know what that would be. I'd have hmm. to do some research, which isn't my, my strongest suit, which is why. Would, I would that be a, bringing just, you back once again to teledildonics? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm slowly being made a uh, teledildonic scientist mm-hmm. just from all the kudos you guys give me. And you make me sound like I'm an expert on the subject, but that's not where I want to get my, you know, scientific um, oh. degree in. Yes. I want something else. What does what your wife, what does she study? Oh, uh, biomedical engineering. See, listen to that. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. That covers bio. Cool. Medical. Awesome engineering that's like mm-hmm. everything from living to at least to me yeah, that's like the turducken of science yeah <laughs> triple threat in the science world she is. Mm-hmm. seriously yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome okay um and then uh puya any, anything exciting going on in the world of a 90 day fiance with the new group that you could uh, entice danny to start watching this season yeah, I can, I can give you a, you know, a little sneak peek of what's coming up that we learned about. So there's this guy who he met his wife. Uh, she's from Trinidad and Tobago and she's coming over on the K1 visa. She doesn't know. So he is a very successful real estate agent and has a very nice house. Very like, it looks like an Airbnb. This house it looks phenomenal. And his plan, he, she hasn't seen anything. She doesn't know how wealthy he is. So his plan is she's coming over. He's picking her up in this very shady van and he's taking her for the first night to spend the night at his childhood home that I guess he's bought, but they don't use. So it's like a rundown house. He's planning on having her stay there the first night as a prank and then show her the real digs the next day, which okay. is only disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> the best relationships always start, start with a fabrication. A prank. Yeah. Great prank. Yeah. So that's going to be a wild one for sure. Yeah. Danny, how was your Easter? Oh my gosh. The ho- I can't gripe enough about holidays. They, they, they used to be one day and now they're extending to entire weeks with multiple egg hunts. Yeah. Luckily I got out of another egg hunt yesterday. Good job. Um, yesterday. Yeah. Post Easter egg hunt. Post Easter egg hunt. I gotta shut that down, Danny. There's so much going on and none of it. Uh, it's like rabbits, eggs, mm-hmm. It's just, it's too much. Too much. And so I refused. So on Sunday, Liz said, would you like to help me hide these eggs? And I said, no. Mm -hmm. I just said, (laughs) no. Right. Good. I said, I hid baskets last night at 11. I'm not, I'm done. That's, that's as much holiday as I can take. I I was so like, I I have so many questions and then I get in trouble if I ask like, what, what, what are we doing? My wife 
boiled 36 oh, eggs. Oh my gosh. I said, what is Jonathan from Survivor coming over? What are we doing with all these with all these eggs? Like, why are we making it? Why are we making it? And then she said it's uh, that the, uh, some other family was going to come over and also no, color you. eggs oh. with us. But they had to bail activity. for some miracle. And then, but then this is the, this is the insane part of it. So, okay, we boiled thir- like th- three dozen eggs. Yes. But Ugh. the Easter bunny hides plastic eggs at my house. Yeah. What did you do with all those boiled eggs? And, uh, meal prepping? Uh, that's a great question. Great question. Uh, and I said, but why did we boil and color all of these eggs? Because the the Easter bunny is concerned will hide a hard boiled egg in our house and then not find it and forget about it. And then it will uh, go bad and then uh, make the house smell bad because we will not find That's why we hide plastic eggs in our house. You know, normally Liz demands subservience when it comes to holidays and planning. Mm-hmm. So yesterday or Sunday when I said no, and that's all I said was, no, I'm not doing that. I was surprised that she was, she finally was like, okay, because I feel like if you're the one who wants to have this extravagant plan, then you just have to assume that you're the only one who's going to do mm-hmm. it. You can't drag unpaid, uh, forced volunteers into your stupid mm-hmm. extra curricular holiday activities. That's just too much. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't, that was not in the marriage contract. Yeah. Every holiday must last a week and I must participate in every activity. So finally I got out of a lot of it. So it was a good Easter is what I'm getting at. That's the Easter miracle. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, So that was uh, not such a great surprise uh, for Danny when he got married. Uh, Let's talk about another uh, issue with a surprise party. Are you a big surprise party guy? So I'm someone who I like when people make things about me. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy it. But I I do suffer from when I get hit with the surprise, how to act. I don't really Mm -hmm. know. You know, when people hit you with the the happy birthday, I'm the idiot that's standing in the middle like... Yeah, that's that's me, but I don't know what to do for 45 seconds. So I can't handle the initial well, but I do like the gesture personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Danny, uh, you're a no surprise, right? I'd rather not have your surprises for the same reason um, that Puya stated. It's because it's just like so unnatural. That's not like mm-hmm. a normally when we're surprised, it's fight or flight, right? But you can't do either of those during a surprise birthday party. So you like live in this limbo of like, what do I do? I want to fight these people and then flee for trying to surprise me. But instead I have to pretend like I like it. Mm -hmm. It's just like all these biological signals getting mixed up because you're, you're, you know, the wiring in your brain is short circuiting. Yeah. No, I famously do not like surprises. uh, Do not like surprise parties. So I was very happy when I read this story because I felt like the justice was served here. Uh, This is the story of a man, Kevin Burling, who is 29. He worked uh, at a place called Gravity Diagnostics in Kentucky. And so that uh, back in August of 2019, uh, that he uh, was given a surprise birthday party that he said, I, Hey, whatever you do, I don't want a surprise birthday party. Uh, they threw him a 
surprise birthday party, which caused him to suffer a panic attack from the that. unwanted attention. Yeah, he had to sit in his car. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly for a while to recover. And I totally understand that. See, he's experiencing what we're experiencing. And that is, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I'm a trapped animal. Yeah. And by the way, people who love surprise birthday parties, I'm assuming can't even fathom why someone wouldn't. They mm-hmm. strike me as the kind of person who couldn't even put themselves in the shoes of someone who would hate a surprise birthday party. Like, no, no, he's going to love this. He's Everybody love it. Loves Hell yeah. He says he doesn't want it, but wait till he sees this. Wait till yeah. he sees this surprise. No means yes when it comes to surprise birthday parties. So he had the panic attack, uh, went out to the car. And the manager uh, started giving him a hard time for his response to the birthday celebration. And they accused him of stealing the co-worker's joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is this party for again? Was it for the co-workers or was it for me? Like, mm-hmm. I'm allowed to feel how I feel about it. Look, um, you know, I've worked in an office before. I think everybody is excited for when it's somebody's birthday, because that means that there's a cake. Yeah, people are getting excited for the up. cake. Uh, they don't yeah. really care about you, but that oh, there's going to be a cake here today. Okay, all right, that'll get me through the day. Um, joy thief, wet blanket. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the terms people give others who can't match their enthusiasm. And I always feel like you can't. There's you can't have an expectation on another person's joy, right? And if it saps your own joy, then that's your fault. Hmm. He specifically said no. Now, the amount of money he got is insane. I wonder if yeah. the blind guy is involved okay. in this. All right. So then his managers had to speak with him again. They, they did not. They were very uh, upset about his behavior of, you know, stealing the joy. And so ultimately uh, they, they had a meeting with him. He had a second panic attack. And so they ultimately fired this man. Uh, due to these incidents uh, beginning with uh, them throwing the birthday party against his wishes. And now, just uh, on this past week, a 12-person jury unanimously awarded the man $450,000 judgment against the company. Do you think when they selected the jury, they, uh, you know, the people for him somehow tried to test if people liked the surprise? The surprise, mm-hmm. like they would walk into the courtroom, and they would stand up and start clapping and see how they reacted. Yeah. And then if they had a bad reaction, they'd be like, oh, that's who we want mm-hmm. on the jury. Oh, okay. In the jury. So to test the jury to see if they were going to be, uh, yeah, if they like surprise things. <laughs> and then, the, you know, probably in a courtroom, you could stand up and clap and then just see how they reacted. Right. And would the defense an- then throw those people out of the jury pool? They though, would Danny? try. Yeah. They would definitely try. I mean, don't the lawyers go to, you know, war over jury selection? I've always thought that's kind of how it worked. Hmm. Okay. Um, $450,000. I mean, I, I would take a surprise birthday party for 450 k Oh, yeah. That is the kind of surprise I do like. <laughs> yeah. This is better. A cake is nothing compared to this. This is many cakes. Mm-hmm. $450,000. It also yeah. says a lot about the world we live in that there's that. Uh, it sounds like there's a majority who don't like surprise mm-hmm. birthday parties because of the way the jury turned. So. The 450K is 120K in lost wages and benefits, uh, 30K in future wages, and 300K for past, present, and future mental pain and suffering. Wow. What Mm -hmm. a sweet deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. with you guys. I would take a surprise for four hundred fifty thousand dollars. That would be that would be good. I mean, is that one of the um, underrated things that COVID took away from people uh, in the working in office places about uh, like uh, having to have coworker birthday parties? Again, people uh, people like having the dessert in the office. Yeah, it is gross though watching someone blow a candle out on a cake you're looking forward to eating. Mm-hmm. That was oh, yeah. pre-COVID. That was and by the way, when when uh, there was a video that people made fun of when um Mitt Romney put out the candles one by one mm-hmm. and people mocked him for not blowing them out, but I was firmly on his side. Who wants How did he do some- that, Danny? I, I think he took them out and extinguished them one by one, or he he didn't do it with like Did he have like a out. survivor like torch snuffer or he did it with his hands? <laughs> I think he just took it out and like put it down on a plate. If I remember, it was a while yeah. ago. I think it was pre-COVID. That'd be pretty that badass kind of- if he like licked his fingers and like <laughs> put out all those flames. It looked straight into People the camera, not even at the him. candles. Yeah, but I, I, you know, the whole cake party thing and the cake is just so gross after like, someone's breathed. I've never eaten a birthday cake that's been breathed on. Yeah, are you a it's cake guy ruined. in the first place? No, I might be more interested in a pie as long as it hasn't been uh, spittle hasn't graced the <laughs> outer layers of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So pie. be careful out there. If you are planning a surprise party, you got to respect the no surprises uh, that, uh, you know, famously that for my 40th birthday party, I said to my wife that uh, like, what do you want to do? I said, well, I, that I want to do, I want to do something. I, I want to, let me plan it. Whatever you do, do not. Do not throw a surprise party for me. And uh, yada, yada, yada. She threw a big surprise party for me. Oh, yeah. And and then Danny, when when I complained about parts of it, people said, you are such a jerk. You, your wife worked so hard that you are so ungrateful. You are, you're a a bad, you're a bad guy. Surprise, I didn't want it. Uh, Well, nobody's happy on your birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, sorry. No, Liana's the same way. She doesn't like her birthday being acknowledged. So but last you respect year, it, right? Listen, I, I do, Uh-oh. but I also thought I did a small gesture that I thought, oh, this will be a fun little surprise. Apparently, she like threw a whole surprise for me on my Twitch stream one time. So that two weeks later was her birthday. So I was like, I'll return, I'll do something. So I had some of her um viewers go into her Animal Crossing mm-hmm. Island and drop gifts. And she was not happy with me about that. She was like, I feel blindsided now. You know, she didn't like it. So I definitely learned this year. It was just a regular Tuesday. Nothing happened. When people (laughs) tell you what they want, believe them. Yeah. Um, You know, you got to be able to sort of like, so because some people are like, I don't really want any surprises. Like, uh, but if somebody is like adamant, like, listen to me. Okay. Let me, I'm telling you that I'm I'm leveling with you. You gotta, you gotta listen. You gotta listen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and that was a little bit of the case of uh, a young man in the USFL uh, who was fired from the USFL. Now, uh, Danny, uh, Puya, I feel like that uh, neither of you are big professional football guys, correct? Um, no, I'll pay attention to it for conversational reasons, but typically don't watch an entire game. Yeah. When it comes to NFL, I've got my eye on it more now because I'm involved with playing fantasy football, but then my team took many L's this year. So mostly Super Bowl is where I would go by. I keep it on the Super Bowl over anything. Mm hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, we have the curious case of uh, Devion Smith 
who uh, there's some controversy about why he uh, has been fired uh, from one of the brand new USFL teams. USFL, uh, it existed like in the 80s. Somehow it's back. Some sort of spring football league. They had a big game on uh, TV on Saturday. Um, And so I don't know if this is necessarily... Um, just being drummed up to sort of like generate some controversy, but uh, there's a story going around about the reason why Devion Smith was cut was because he wanted the team to have served pizza, uh, but instead they gave him chicken salad. I'm trying to read through this story to find if there's an, another issue mm-hmm. going on or some kind of like long running feud or short running feud in the case of this football league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all very unclear. I just have a hard time believing that. I feel like that was the last straw of something that had been going on mm. between people yeah. instead of that, just the, an, a single event that led to him being dismissed. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like if someone asks for pizza over chicken salad, I can't imagine that is an unpopular take. I feel like a lot of people will be like, yeah, pizza's easier. Whose grandma's recipe did he insult is what I want to know, because <laughs> this is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, in this video that was uh, that was shared. OK, so uh, we have uh, Devian Smith uh, coming in and uh, being, uh, you know, uh, talked to by the coaches um, and in a clip, the coach Kirby Wilson uh, sits down uh, with Smith, uh, but tells him the bad news. Uh, he crossed a line. Uh, we had to deal with it uh, that he had requested pizza instead of the chicken salad at the team hotel. They said that that was disrespectful. You can't, you ha- the rules are there for a reason. Discipline must be maintained. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, not eating what you're offered is just, that's uh, now you've gone too far. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They have to make an example of somebody. And from here on out, everyone will be eating the chicken salad when it's given to them. Yeah. Now, Puya, do you feel like, is this like a team building metaphor? It's like, if the whole team is eating chicken salad, you're eating chicken salad too. Maybe, but then that just, again, you know, what if he doesn't like chicken or doesn't like a specific ingredient? What if he's allergic to something in there? I yeah. feel like this is a wild reason to cut somebody because Rob, I'll tell you this. If all the podcasters assembled and someone had said, all right, we're having stew. I know you're not touching yeah. it. No, <laughs> so, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. Uh, you try it? I guess. Dabble? I guess so. You pretend um, you're eating it. That's mm-hmm. what, uh, was, that's the move. Was the chicken salad a test? Do you think Danny love like, uh, like, all right, when we say jump, you say how high, when we say the lunch is chicken salad, you say how much, yeah, you know what would have been a better old school uh, punishment would have been to have all his teammates who ate the chicken salad but wanted pizza do push-ups while he ate the pizza in front of all of them. And then, you know, that really would have been punishment because mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. his teammates probably would have punishment later, uh, punished him later. This, uh, I-, I do think that there was something else going on. Like, yeah. seriously. It, and probably in this football league, they can't mess around probably on a shoestring budget. Every single team is is near collapse. And so they just can't, they couldn't afford the pizza or something wasn't in the budget they had. And that was it. We can't, 
Well, they can't I think live with this problem. what they're going for here with the USFL is they're trying to give you like more of like behind the scenes than like the NFL. So they're like trying to like, sh- like show you like reality stuff TV, called, yeah, reality TV. <laughs> so I think much like a reality TV, I wonder if like in the edit of this story, things got a little convoluted and this was a better storyline than the ultimate reason that he was cut. Yeah, I actually Not have us seen talking. A- I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of USFL stories mm-hmm. and um, I haven't watched the game, but the, I, you know, it's interesting. You bring it up as more of a, an involved kind of sports where they're in the background. Cause that's what all the stories, they're not even about the games. They tend to be more about the drama around the teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we'll see uh, if uh, USL fans uh, bring in like all the pizza lovers uh, to uh, rally behind Devion Smith and whatever team he goes to next. Rob, what's your prediction for the lifespan of the USFL? Well, it's been tricky. The history of the spring football has uh, not been a good one. Uh, They had the XFL back up and running back in 2020. And uh, it was like getting like a little bit of buzz and then COVID like wiped it out. And then it went back out of business. Um, I believe I think the rock might have purchased the rights to it. Like, I kind of feel like that there's always like one of these like fledgling spring football leagues trying and I always get excited for it. But then I never end up like uh, sticking around uh, to it. I always feel like it's a little bit of like, oh, I got to figure out a new team to watch. I think the closest I came was uh, the XFL back in, I believe it was in 2000, the original XFL. And uh, I really liked it that they had uh, uh, JR and uh, Jerry the King calling the games. But uh, the New York Hitmen stunk. (laughs) That was the name? Hitmen? Yeah. (laughs) The great commentary team, but I don't, I mean, I feel like I'm of the mindset, especially with some of these reality shows, sports included, I feel like a break is needed. I feel like you need that break. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah. the, the reason why it's so great when the season hits is because it's like a three, four month, five month period. You're all focused. Then you need the disconnect. And I feel like it might be too much to take on with a whole new league, a whole new team, like you said. And for you, especially if, if it's another team that's just disappointing you, Rob, do you really want to take that on? Like, mm-hmm. can you handle that emotionally? Yeah. yeah, I did have the XFL game on or the USFL game on Saturday night, but it wasn't that exciting. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't that into it. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chabacasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Let me tell you something uh, that is exciting. Uh, let, let's talk about the, uh, <laughs> the Wisconsin real estate market. Uh, and this is a story that went... Pretty uh, viral uh, this week because there was a house listing, uh, which is in Wisconsin along the Minnesota border. And so the listing included a bunch of different photos of the house, including a bedroom which uh, I guess had been, you know, uh, not really uh, redecorated, uh, which included a sound, or I'm sorry, which included a sign uh, that reads, Welcome to Pound Town. Uh, I'm not a fan of any sign in any house, whether it's yes, like, you, that is true. You've talked about remember? this. Yeah. I'm anti-sign, even one that announces your prowess in the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm against that. And also, is that prowess pound town? I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I, we, we can't really say, I mean, pound town sounds like a gruesome, <laughs> not, not, not so gentle, uh, mm-hmm. exercise. They're right. Um, but uh, I mean, really, is this any better than mirrors? Uh, is mirrors is less oh, tacky? mirrors on the on on the on ceiling? ceiling? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would put this or equate this with like a mirror. This is a mirror comparison. Both are announcing something that people don't really want to know about you, mm-hmm. and maybe give you a glimpse. Like, what if these are just these are two sweet old people, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, the grandkids come over, and you've always had this certain image of who they are and then you're walking through their house like oh can i use your bathroom like yeah right in there and you go in and you see this sign Take a left at pound town yeah. <laughs> if you stumble into pound town you've gone too far mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you walk out of the house and like would you like a glass of lemonade before you leave you're like no I, I need to go home right now yeah so here let me see if i can bring up the uh the, uh, the full pictures in the in the listings and this is from a tweet from zillow gone wild which uh might be an uh auto follow so it seems like a seemingly normal house uh that there is a, another pillow that has some sort of like our guest our uh, nest our nest okay see, um all right so they, they do have some signage up a little sign that says eat uh, but then here we have uh, the the bedroom. Uh, nice. Uh, also, uh, do you see the uh, like the bearskin rug uh, over the uh, the the bench here? Yeah, the little bench. This is listen outside of the sure. sign. This is a pretty nice here, room. Oh, I was. Uh, it does seem on. nice. I agree. Yeah, yeah the, the sign kind of classes it down a little bit. It feels like. I think that that's going to hurt your overall value as a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, you, the person knows for a fact they're going to have to remodel that master bedroom mm-hmm. because you just can't trust any surface in a room called Pound Town. Well, I feel like that when you buy the house, it doesn't come with the bed. No, no, but we don't know. The bed is just the starting point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like, should leave off limits. Right. They should leave a black light at the entrance when you're going in for the listing. Like, mm-hmm. all right, let me check it out. This yeah. person's big into signs. So in the kitchen, they have eat, but they also have a sign that says this kitchen is for dancing. And then they have a sign for bread. Mm-hmm. So these people love signs and that their love of sign is carried over into places where perhaps 
no sign should be. Also, mm-hmm. have you seen the microwave on top of this? So it looks. Is very, that like, possible? It's a very wide microwave. Yeah. Is that an actual microwave that they make? I'm it's sure. like five I mean, feet w- wide. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you like that, Danny? I, I've never seen a microwave like that. Part yeah. of me thinks it's the wide angle lens doing something. I it must be right. It must be because I don't I don't yeah, know oven, what I'm the putting oven in looks there. Pretty wide too. I just can't imagine a microwave. That seems too big. That seems like near industrial strength. Yeah. Slash. Uh, now it's putting microwaves out there that are harmful at that size. Mm-hmm. Getting right through that mesh. Yeah. What do you need to microwave that's uh, so wide? <laughs> they have to clean all of their uh, stuff off in the microwave. Mm-hmm. The way to really kill Like the put a torpedo in there. um now it it does say it's our nest uh which i think leads me to believe that uh, a couple does live here does look to be like some handbags on the on the hook uh this the pound town sign to me speaks like a bachelor pad but it does seem as though uh a couple could live here it does also if you put a sign up like that maybe you're trying too hard Mm-hmm. making too much of an effort to make sure people know something about you. Kind of like bumper stickers that are <laughs> yeah. obnoxious. It's like, why can't we, there needs to be some mystery. Like if I go into your bedroom, you know, let my imagination decide what takes yeah. place in there. Not your sign. Is it possible that pound town could mean something else? Like, uh, is this like a Cleveland Browns fan who famously has like, uh, the dog pound like uh could there oh, be yeah. any other yeah. reading of pound town um pound town could be it could be dog linked that is for mm-hmm. sure um it could be you know they're saying our food is so it's not an airbnb but like our food's so good you're gonna feel the weight on but then you can come here to pound town and take a nap mm-hmm. that could be you feel sluggish after a good meal rob if you go down in the thread um, underneath it, there's another tweet with four more pictures. The, this couple loves their signs. There so is a sign yeah, a everywhere. Signs. Okay. Yeah. I am not a fan of, of being in a house where they're essentially giving me directions of what I should do in each room. <laughs> yeah, there's one. Okay, so it looks like also this speaks to that there are children here also. This is a yes. playroom here. It says play on the wall. I, I mean, this wow. is, yeah, you're right, Puya. Every room in the house, they tell you, okay, this play. Yeah. Pound. Eat. Like, uh, they, they, <laughs> dance. Yeah. They tell you what to do in every single room. This room, they say, keep exploring. <laughs> also, is there a, like, is there a uh, mini Starbucks, uh, set up here? Yes. Yes. Is and this, this for looks kids like it was barista set. Yes. Oh, here's the absolutely sign. that. The sign says, be our guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one says, pantry. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, I know where the pantry is. I don't need that. It's like, listen, I used to think, you know, the live, laugh, love, that was generic. Get rid of that. Get rid of all the signs. So we don't need I these. Mm-hmm. Let's eat. Like, no, I will. I will eat. You know, it's fine. I don't need you to tell me with the sign. Yeah. I don't think you could really be free in a house with this many signs. Too many like you rules. are a captive to the signs. Yeah. Um, did you happen to see the price tag for this place? 420. 420. There you nice. go. Tomorrow will be the perfect day to put in a bid on this place. Okay. It's an acre and a half of land, Danny. 
Ooh, room to play. Room and some- I'll put out a sign that says play in the yard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got some more, some more photos here. Oh, we got a whole, a family photo here. This is oh, like no. uh, euphoria. Okay. Oh, over the fireplace. It says gather, gather, oh. gather, <laughs> you mm-hmm. gather. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, here, here's another look at that, uh, at that microwave, Danny. It does look it like is it does wide. Look very wide, very wide microwave. Gosh, I'm going to start looking around for wide microwaves. Yeah. It's like, I guess you could put a whole pizza in there. I mean, well, how deep is yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. We don't know. Maybe it's just for warming up French bread. Yeah. <laughs> Another sign here. What was they work hard and be nice to people in this yeah. other room? Yeah. You got to say it like this. Work hard. <laughs> be nice. To be people. nice. <laughs> yeah. They also have a desk that says woof on, on the desk. Uh, the big woof to the signs in this house mm-hmm. is what I would say. It, it might be a family of little words. You know, they don't speak much, but they've yeah. got signs to, to yeah. guide them. It looks like also, seen- there's a wedding photo also right uh, to the uh, left side of the room with Pound Town. Uh, that's sending conflicting messages. Mm-hmm. Matrimony in Pound Town, matrimony means nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, this is like, like a very tasteful shot, oh of, like from the bathroom with the, the Pound Town. It says, uh, side. please seat yourself on top of the toilet. <laughs> please seat yourself. <laughs> Let's eat. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so many signs. I've never seen a house with more signs. There's a lot of kids at this house that has Pound Town. I guess they're, they're not joking. Yeah. yeah, that's just what you want your kids to see. Yeah, mom, dad, what's Pound Town? It's a healthy sexual message. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. In for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> 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 right. So, yeah, $420,000 in Wisconsin will buy you uh, the Pound Town house. Be great. Is, is there a better name for it? Like the Pound Town Palace. Pound Town Palace. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pound Town Manor, I think, has is very classy. Ooh. Very classy. Mm-hmm. Classier than the signs. The uh, the pound the pounding grounds. Are you coming up with all these? <laughs> Are sure. you just like this top of the head? That's yeah. very impressive. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna see if uh, I'm gonna just like hang the pound town sign in my house and see if my wife notices. Your wife doesn't mind signs, does she? She loves signs. Yeah, yeah so. uh, that you know. Let me. I will show this to her tonight and see what she th- what her reaction is. Oh, yes, please. Might, might surprise you. She's uh, like uh, any excuse to have like more signs around. Very tasteful. Yes. Tasteful, <laughs> tasteful and untasteful uh, signs that um, did I did I tell, I know I've talked about her signs before. She has like one that is like uh, in the laundry room. It's like this is where you drop your pants. OK, so she would be. <laughs> it sounds like she might be a fan. She of might be open now. to it. Yeah. The sign. Yeah. The sign. Yeah. OK. All right. Um, let's talk about some research that was done about uh, the, um, uh, you know, the, the different habits of uh, people in Pound Town around the world. Okay, Every country it. has its own Pound Town. And so a study was done to determine uh, who is the world's best lover for the people of what country are the world's best lovers. And uh, this is one that I would not have guessed. But it is the Scottish. Very surprised by this, having lived in Scotland. Yes, for two years. They're number one. They're, you know, they're very. You know what? They are very passionate. Yes. Um, they do like fighting and smashing windows. At mm-hmm. least in a lot of the cities I lived. 
Uh, and maybe that passion translate to bedroom antics and treating your lover, mm-hmm. you know, with the respect and passion they deserve. Yes. Uh, I'm no. afraid, I, well, I noticed it said they beat the Italians in the French. Mm-hmm. Notoriously, yes. you know, those are the ones you would. Yeah. Think. So Italians, uh, number two, French three, then English, uh, then Spanish, then American. So not a bad finish for America in the uh, top six. Portuguese, Irish, Swedish and Welsh uh, complete the top 10. Puya, I feel like that uh, our uh, 90 day fiance, uh, I feel like that uh, we do not often see. Too many uh, 90 day fiance uh, incoming people from the big top 10. No, um, Europe is pretty much dominating this top 10 with the exception of America, of course. Um, I feel like South America has definitely been absent from this list. Uh, There's no one from no Asia representatives. I'm curious what the rest of this list looks like. But like um, Danny said, Scotland, they smash stuff and then they smash stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a quote here from someone. And they from do Ed- use a pound, correct? That's that's right. Yes. That's right. So here's a quote from someone, Derek uh, Simpson of Edinburgh. He says that Scots know how to charm the socks and everything else off folk and how to leave a good impression. And I will say the Scots are very charming. Mm-hmm. And when, when the way they're portrayed. In the, yeah, yeah, exactly. The way they're portrayed in a lot of movies is charming. Their accents, very charming. Their country can be very charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, there is some truth to that, but still, I'm surprised. These other countries, Italy and France, yeah. must be outraged, rioting <sighs> the streets, <laughs> right. not making this list. Now, again, uh, as with the next study uh, that we're going to talk about, um, I, I think that the question is going to be, uh, how were these results reached? Uh, yes. And so uh, that this comes to us from The Sun, uh, which is a uh, UK uh, publication they polled uh, people to rate their holiday flings they had in other countries. So for the British, uh, there might be a little bit of like self-selection here in terms of like proximity. Right. That's true. Uh, your flings. Flings. Yes. Yes. That's- On vacation. Lovers, fleeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Scotland, England, Ireland, and Wales are all on in the top ten. So I could see that influencing the um, the polls here for sure. Yeah, the results were reached. This was an informal poll, not a scientific study. I should say uh, they quizzed people to rate their holiday flings on a scale of one to ten, and those who gained uh, between seven to ten points were listed here. So they only took a look at the people that scored the highest. Uh, and so they had uh, Scotland at number one with 43%. That's just to drive away. Just to, yeah. So near nearby. Okay. Now maybe uh, this next study might be a little bit more scientific. Okay. Another study from this week uh, that there was some research that was done uh, to uh, measure the phallus of men around the world. Quantifiable data. Quantifiable data. Okay. Uh, and so uh, I want to, here, let me see if I can uh, bring in the, the, the research of how this is done. Uh, yes. But the headline here is that the United States rated, uh, they did uh, come in, uh, not uh, not particularly high in the study. Uh, 59th place for... Out of, 
out all the countries though? Is that it out looks of- like uh, out of eighty six out of eighty six oh. countries? Oh, oh dear, two hundred. That's decent. That's 59th. not bad. Fifty ninth <laughs> place. Okay, what's going on here? Okay, I need so to dig deep into the data. Well, we'll dig into dig into the data. Okay, uh, so uh, this study was done. They polled uh, eighty six nations. Uh, to find that, and this was done by the online pharmacy from Mars, a- analyzed the Google data from 86 countries. Google data. Through Google data. They mm-hmm. got this information. People using a Google phone to take a picture of their manhood. And mm-hmm. then the phone measures, yeah. which could be an interesting app. Okay. Now, this is an online pharmacy uh, from Mars. Uh, they are advertised as out of this world healthcare for men, have lots of different uh, treatments that you can order. They put together this poll. Uh, and in this poll, they concluded uh, number one on the list, according to the poll, was Ecuador. I'm not, now that we've l- looked into their methods, Mm-hmm. Not convinced this is the most scientific way. Definitely not. Like, this is very <laughs> haphazard. Not not great. I want someone, people in lab coats with rulers, going around to all these countries and mm-hmm. at random selecting men and then measuring and computing and Excel spreadsheets and all that. This doesn't yeah, sound. Like I think that, that this is um, a, a tricky thing to uh, to study because this he, is just. <laughs> This is bait, clickbait right here. And we've fallen for it. <laughs> this isn't even a study find. My most respected source yeah. of data. This, this is, is from the else. sun. Uh, so uh, one, one of the least respected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is definitely clickbait. And it's yeah. worked and we've clicked on it. It worked. Um, yeah. The, and Scotland uh, is not anywhere uh, in the top five. Uh, Which can't be true. Top five, uh, they say Ecuador, Cameroon, Bolivia, Sudan, Haiti. That's the big five. Hmm. I, I need to see charts. I need to see <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot more than just an online survey and Google data. Mm-hmm. What does that yeah. even mean, Google data? Like the mo- people who had to, the countries with the most searches for is my dong big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those ones must have small dongs. Mm-hmm. And then the countries that didn't Google it at all must just have giant ones. Yeah. The confidence spoke miles. I'm looking at the full list of 86. Yeah. Scotland's not on this list. Oh, what yeah. does that even mean? Hmm. I mean, either they they didn't bother looking into Scotland, but it's interesting because United Kingdom is there under one, um, and then Ireland is there as well, but no Scotland. I'm assuming United Kingdom would then encompass England, Scotland, Wales. Oh, hmm. would that perhaps. be the case? Perhaps. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Scotland probably wouldn't be happy with that, especially after winning such a prestigious award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're sixty six. United Kingdom. Okay, so. So, all right, we'll see if we have uh, any updated research. Yeah, and uh, anyone who's area. panicking, any <laughs> you know, U.S. citizen, male U.S. citizens who's panicking, don't. Let's let's wait till we see the real research that comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Look, last time I checked, Pound Town still located in uh, <laughs> Wisconsin. Wisconsin, which I last time I checked is in the United States of America. All right. Um, <laughs> another uh, piece of research uh, was done that found that. Cheating wives are more likely to have one 
trait in common. And that is that they were most likely to own a cat than any other pet. Dang it. <laughs> All right. I've got a cat wandering around here somewhere. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, we have two cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cat owners. Yes. Okay. Now again, now Danny, that Puya and Danny. Okay. All right. This sounds troubling. The only good news I can tell you is that this is according to a survey, which was carried out by the married dating site, illicitencounters.com. Okay. I feel better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. This isn't like MIT. Yes. And it <laughs> was Harvard. only that 22% of the 1400 women polled who were unfaithful said they owned a cat. I love how nowadays like correlation is all you need mm-hmm. to make a claim. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh no, it is, there appears to be some kind of relationship that that's probably true. Yeah. Now, this does seem far more scientific than the poll of penis Dong size poll. around the world. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, 1,400 women. That's a, that's a good size sample. Yeah. 1,400 unfaithful women uh, that own, owned a cat. Uh, the second most popular pet among the 1,400 cheating wives was fish. Snake. Tropical fish. Tropical fish. Yes. Hmm. 19%. Yes. Yes. Uh, That's pretty good. I I would have thought, you know, the classic image of a cheating woman would be like a big a snake, you know. Mm-hmm. They just seem that would just seem devious. Whereas <laughs> a cat, we think of cat lady, right? That's the stereotype. Some lonely lady, not necessarily a cheater. And then I have no stereotype for a, a female who owns a fish. Like there's nowhere in it, I can't even process that. Like what does that mean? Mhm. They're yeah, out. They're, like, they're out fishing, Danny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're out pl- putting out the bait. Tropical <laughs> fish, though. Tropical fish. Do people own anything other than tropical fish? Like, do people keep in tanks in their ha- home, like carp, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a whole salmon? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other kind of fish you would want to own. Fish are boring enough, let alone owning some kind of like trout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this is my trout. Uh, so I'm very, I'm very confused uh, by the writing of uh, this story uh, that they say that, okay, so tropical fish were the next most favored by 19% of female love rats, comma, with hamsters third at 17%. Are they saying that, that there are, that women who have rats as pets are second or are they slandering these women I thought they were calling calling the women rats, female love rats. Oh my God. That's exactly what that is, Rob. It's, it's a direct insult. What what, what is a love rat? Why the drive by? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, in a chart that they call heavy petting, I can see that the full uh, list is (laughs) cat, 22% tropical fish, 90% hamster is 17%. A dog is uh, eighth with, uh, 12%. Yeah, because yeah, if you own a dog, you don't have time for anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at, I looked up Love Rat, uh, definition on dictionary.com. Did Benry write this? It's British slang, Rob. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, a sexually unfaithful man, especially one whose infidelity involves more than one affair. So, a female ro- Love Rat would be 
that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's okay because I read that as well and I was confused as to the wording. But there you go. Originally published by the Sun. Yes, noting. Mm-hmm. regurgitated by the New York Post. So <laughs> <laughs> the Sun again coming out with um, less than stellar, questionable research. clickbait content. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, and it's worked. All right, Danny. I know you have done uh, some investigative reporting recently about a story that's been in the news, and I thought that this would be a great time to uh, hear some of the work you've done covering a story involving the uh, famous breakfast cereal Lucky Charms. Uh, now, Lucky Charms are uh, it's more of an Irish cereal, uh, which uh, is in the top 10 for the um, top First. lovers around the world. Yes. Those who consume Lucky Charms hopefully gain some of that uh, lover, you know, skill. Mm-hmm. Lucky Charms, a cereal I currently have in my cupboard, and I, we bought like two boxes for St. Patrick's Day because Lucky Charms boxes converted into a leprechaun trap. Ah, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> so, Are you aware of the <laughs> leprechaun traps that are created? No, I would need to know more. Um. It's out of control. Uh, mm-hmm. My griping about holidays is every holiday has been taken over by really stupid things. And one of the things I never thought I would be doing as a grown man is building numerous, not just one leprechaun trap, but building numerous leprechaun traps the day before St. Patrick's Day and being screamed at by six-year-olds when I'm not meeting her. She had drawn blueprints and I was not understanding her blueprints correctly <laughs> It's out of control. May you never experience the leprechaun trap. Mm-hmm. Did, yeah, did I tell you, Danny, that? So I, I asked my kids, um, hey, guys, I know that we have like these leprechaun traps that we're making. Like, what wh- what are we doing if we <laughs> capture? Did, did I tell you this? No. Oh, oh I, I passed this along to my wife. I said, hey, uh, that uh, um, Nicole, I asked the boys, what are we doing if if the if we end up with a leprechaun in the leprechaun trap, and my kid said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get him to tell us where the pot of gold is." I'm like, "Well, what if he doesn't tell you?" He's like, "We're gonna torture him." <laughs> what are we doing here? Bad cop, bad cop, Dominic and yeah. Anthony. Wow, they're like, yeah. "We're gonna waterboard he, him." Yeah, if he doesn't tell us, we're gonna kill him. What? No, they actually said they were willing to kill a yeah, leprechaun. They're going to torture and kill the leprechaun if he doesn't tell us where his gold is. You know what, though? I do appreciate the fact that they had a, so many kids could catch one and not know what to do. But it sounds like your boys had a plan. Yeah. They were going to see this through. They were going to see like, this through. This is where you start skipping St. Patrick's Day in your house, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, why, you know, if you think about it, like we're making a trap to capture like this, uh, like a, like a, a sentient being. Can you imagine that? Can it's you imagine cool. coming into your boy's room and they've got like a little, I don't know, like thing captured, pinned up. Yeah. They're poking him with like pins. Tell us where the gold is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why is the toolbox out? Like, what do you do for yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> why are these pliers on the floor? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. Your you kids ready to my, talk, leprechaun? <laughs> I, I think my girl thought if you catch the leprechaun, he has to tell you where the gold is. Like, just uh, that's like the relationship between humans and leprechauns. Mm-hmm. Luckily, she didn't mention any torturing. Yeah. Okay. All right, but Danny, back to the Lucky Charms. 
So Lucky Charms, we have some, and um, supposedly, and I was surprised we didn't report about this because for the last three weeks, it's been popping up all over the place that Lucky Charms is making people sick. Pro- projectile vomiting, oh my explosive God. diarrhea, all of the things you don't want, you know, the worst kind of surprises. Uh, yeah. And why? They think that it all comes from Lucky Charms. Now, here's the thing that's interesting there go going back to the studies we talked about with uh, correlation. If you have, I don't know how many people eat Lucky Charms. Let's just assume a third of all Americans consume Lucky Charms, right? A hundred million people, because so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. If you're only getting, and there's been 139 reports. I mean, what are the odds that there's 139 people out of however many consume Lucky Charms that just happen to get diarrhea or projectile vomiting on the day they ate Lucky Charms? I mean, that's what we're dealing with here because General Mills says, no, this isn't this isn't real. The Lucky Charms not Fake causing news. this. This is just, you know, your luck. luck. You ate Lucky Charms, Unlucky you got diarrhea. Yeah. And sometimes when I get food poisoning, I ask myself the same question. Was it the food or was I sick before this happened? Mm-hmm. Another thing is none of the symptoms, it, can, it affects everybody in different ways. People puke, people have diarrhea, people get nausea, people get uh, like body cramps, people become zombies on the couch, which is one, what one woman zombies said. Zombies on the couch. So it's like there's also no common theme um, with this. But mm-hmm. I'm sure General Mills is looking into it because hint of lime guy is always yeah. on the lookout for a new way to make a quick buck. And, you know, you hate the, as a general, as a huge company, you got to protect yourself. And cereals do occasionally become tainted. And at the end of this article, they talk about, uh, and we may have talked about this too, Honey Smacks, which also I have in my cupboard right now. Yeah. Love Honey Smacks. <laughs> Uh, and then also Fruit Loops, Apple Jacks, Corn Pops, and Honey Smacks suffered from some foul odor, but no sickness. So occasionally cereals do get tainted. Yeah. But we being talked a dry, about the shrimp tails famously. The shrimp tails in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. But being a dry good, they tend to suffer less from illness than some of the other things. So has yeah. there been a recall? No recall yet. I'm still able to go down to my local grocer and get a back a box mm-hmm. or two if I want to live on the edge. Yeah. Which yeah. I do. Have you ever had food poisoning? Oh, I mean, of course. Yeah, what was the source? Um, I the last time that I can think of was a bad shawarma. See, but I feel shawarma. like you always know. Like I feel like that when you get food poisoning, you can like intuitively sense like what I feel like there's almost never like a mystery about really? what the food was. I that I had uh, like a Subway cold cut combo oh, well in I, 2008 <laughs> and I and like I could never like I can never have that again. It doesn't take Columbo to connect your nausea to your Subway sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I that's the easy culprit. Like, oh, it must have been the food that I had. I just I don't know. I, I'm always suspicious of the food, but I'll, I'm never convinced. The one thing that does happen, if I get project, projectile vomiting, which is my go-to, um, whatever I ate before it, whether or not it was the culprit, it will never be consumed again. Never. Right? Mm-hmm. Because it just becomes tainted by that um, connection to the vomiting, mm-hmm. whether or not it was the source. Luckily, that hasn't happened with Lucky Charms because I do like Lucky Charms. Okay. All right. Well, Danny, stay safe out there consuming all those uh, Lucky Charms. And of course, 
Uh, stay safe when you visit Danny's Bolt Hall. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt all once again? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you say, Rob, that you live in a city? Uh, I do live in a city, but I do not live in the city. You grew up in a city, right? I grew up on Long Island. It's like the suburbs. Okay. Uh, what about you, Puya? Yeah, big city guy. Born and raised in Dubai. Now I live in New Haven. It's a city. I would say mm-hmm. I'm a city guy. Yeah. Dubai. Yeah. Wow. That's like the place you always see. It's, it looks so interesting with all this stuff they build. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, uh, going back to cities, um, you know, you always hear about cities, people who talk about cities, they love cities, the, all the benefits of cities, you know, you're, you're there, you're, you're plugged in. Yeah. Right. So this, the, the vibe, the vibe. Uh, but there are downsides to cities other than just crime and, you know, crowds and other things. Uh, a recent study, and I don't even know if they were looking for this when they did the study, but they studied 400,000 people. In 38 countries. So okay. this is no The Sun study, mm-hmm. not even a study finds uh, study. And then it involved three different universities and they were studying Alzheimer's. And what they found out, it sounds like, you know, like sometimes when you do research, you, you there's things on the periphery that you come across that are interesting. And what they found through their research is that people raised in cities do not navigate uh, as well as people who grew up in rural areas. Do not navigate. Okay. Like, yeah, let me see if I can find the exact wording for this. I said navigate. uh, They have uh, childhood environments influence navigational ability, but also navigation styles. Mm -hmm. And that people who grow up in rural areas tend to have a better sense of direction than city dwellers. I find this interesting. One, because the first, you know, when I, as an adult, went back to cities like New York, I would exit a subway and have no idea. Mm-hmm. where I was. Yeah. Like it's almost as if I've been spun around 10 times and then just placed in a random place in the city. Right. Uh, and they say that part of it is just, if I remember reading this, I read this article a week ago is that the, the gridded streets, they don't necessarily require the same type of navigational skills 
Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Cause you're looking at numbers. You kind of have the whole thing laid out for you. I think that in the, in the rural areas, you have more natural points of interest and you have to use other things that are more applicable. Like the sun nature. Yeah. Nature, mountains, rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's and more so, portable. You think? Yeah, I think so. And it maybe transfers a little bit better to other areas. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you plop, I mean, it, the, the funny thing is if you plop a rural person in the city, they're, they're lost. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you plop a uh, supposedly in the, according to the study, a city dweller in the woods, they're, they're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not going to be able to find their way out. But if you take like a city person from New York and put them in Philadelphia, are they able to figure out where they're going? I think they'd be better equipped, equipped than a rural person. But what made me uh, attracted to this article, which was in a braintomorrow.com, what attracted me to this is that every now and then we, you know, there's this is a big college place here. There's tons of college students. And every now and then you'll, you'll read a story about someone who got lost in the mountains and you laugh because they are so close to the city. They could almost, if they just knew, you know, like walk downhill or retrace your steps. And what's interesting is a lot of these people are from out of town. And I wonder if I could go back and look at all these stories, how many of these people were from the city that just got a little bit into nature and completely short circuited Mm -hmm. and became lost because I'm telling you, Rob, if I could show you where these people get lost and I have a memory of all of them because it just stands out so much, you would be like, wow, they were right there. They could literally wait till night and follow the glow of the city lights Mm -hmm. back to safety, but they just get lost. And it could be that they grew up in the cities. Is that what happened to Tyson? Tyson? No, he's, he might be in a city lost, Mm -hmm. right? Because he, he, Tyson was really rural. Yeah. Uh, So he should be able to navigate the the Arizona wilderness. City. Oh yeah. Which city? Yeah. He could, he could be in any city. Mm -hmm. And I think that he might have a hard time at first navigating that grid system. And the reason I like this is because it gives us people in rural areas, and I'm not necessarily in a rural area, something, finally, something to brag about, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the cities get everything, the best food, the networking, uh, the biggest companies, the high paying jobs. And in a lot of rural areas, you just get the dust, the wind, the uh, scorched earth. And now you could be like, no, I can navigate. And uh, if everything goes down, I'll be able to navigate my way to safety. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There yeah. you go, rural people, if you're listening. Danny, did you open this uh, story talking about Alzheimer's uh, briefly? Yeah, I did. Yeah, wh- that's, what, was the, what was the connection? I have no idea. Oh. I just at the beginning of it, it says they researchers came across this fact. Oh, they were studying, studying Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sorry. 400,000 participants uh, yeah. in a study of Alzheimer's. And, I, and I'm sure that something in the study involved, you know, like, can you remember how mm-hmm. to get from point A to point B mm-hmm. and that people in rural areas retain that ability to navigate better than people who grew up in the city. Yeah. So yeah, finally we've got something. Yes. Got something. All right. Uh, great job uh, in the bolt hall and with your uh, research into the lucky charms. My PSA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, great job. Once again, Puya, what's coming up for you podcast wise? So the latest episode of the aforementioned 90 Day Fiance did drop last night. Yes. We talked about episode one with the also aforementioned Dr. Liana Boris, my partner and mm-hmm. everything. She was my guest this week. And then 90 Day, uh, sorry, Mass Singer 
also will be dropping again this week. We are about to meet the third group. So I'm excited to see what could happen with the concluding five members before we find out who the third finalist is. Big Brother Canada is going to be done in about two weeks, but I'll still be there talking about the live feed updates Friday mornings. So that's going to be there ready to go. And you can also find me on Twitter at Puyas. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puyas. do stream there three, four times a week. Mm-hmm. All right. Puyas, thank you for filling in uh, today here on News AF. Hey, yeah, you got such a, here. You got such a good podcasting voice. Thanks, Danny. That's Appreciate what everybody that. says. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. Um, Danny, what's coming up for you this week? Any adventures? <sighs> Maybe I'll mount another search party. Yeah. Tyson. Um, Check the cities this time. You think? Mm-hmm. What's the mm-hmm. biggest? Phoenix. Go to Phoenix. Phoenix. Maybe, maybe fly Tempe. over Phoenix. Tempe. Maybe uh, they got another one down south. Maybe I'll check the cities because that's that's where I see him just stumbling around. Mm-hmm. You know what though? I have this feeling that he we're going to find him soon. Well, like, I I can't I explain so. it. Just the yeah. sense. Put out you know? the good word. Yeah, maybe I'll contact all the uh, helicopter pilots I know and say, you know what, just occasionally look out your window for a tall. Mm-hmm. I would, would you say he's got strawberry colored hair? Yeah. Uh, a, a not a great mustache or beard, but it can be there. Yeah. Uh, loves pickleball. Yeah. Um, loves short shorts. Right. Trucker hats. Mm-hmm. And just keep an eye out for someone of that description. Yeah. And maybe we'll find him. But yeah, yeah, I'm always doing adventures. Uh, hopefully I can get back in the helicopter or maybe go climb a mountain. We won't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Usually I don't know either until like right before it happens. But what about you, Rob? Just podcasting away. Of course, we got um, so many of my wife's relatives coming to visit uh, this week, which will uh, make everything uh, much more fun uh, than uh, it normally is. And then, uh, yeah, podcast away. I, I talked about uh, the show... Uh, Formula One, Drive oh. to Survive on Netflix. Have you watched that, Danny? I just started watching that. Yes. Surprised at how much... People love it. I like it. Yeah, and it's very it's very well done. So we talked about that uh, with Chappelle, and uh, we had a uh, great guest, uh, Amy Chan, to talk about that with us. Uh, she is a big uh, Drive to Survive super fan. Chappelle and I uh, were much more uh, getting indoctrinated for the first time to Formula One, but it's a really cool show. And so uh, check that out on nothing but Netflix this week. And then- Liz asked how much it would cost to go. We, we watched you're like going to go five. to a, a Formula One event. I'm like, you would want to go to this. Probably the tickets are probably like hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. to do the ones where you sit down. I mean, the, the ticket to Monaco is, you know, probably a lot with a hotel, but yeah. uh, that's how excited she was with that show. She's wow. Like, would you think we could go to one of these? And then she even looked them up. There's two in the U.S., if I remember, in Florida. I'm like, huh? Wow. <laughs> I'll have to schedule something else on those dates. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing, Danny. Yeah, so she loves it. What about NASCAR? Could you, you get her? Or she, or she only cares about the show. Uh, I think she likes it because she she likes the idea of the drama. She knows the drivers, you know, uh, the the back and forth, the battle, which makes it such a good show. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, wow, that's uh, interesting uh, news. Yeah. And what was the other show you're going to say? Uh, what else am I watching? Um, yeah, no, that's about it for, uh, what I'm podcasting about. Oh, yeah. Light. Yeah. Let's talk about beyond the edge, Danny. Yeah. You'd fit right in on that show. I've seen that. Should I watch that? Mm, it's a, I, I mean, you actually might <laughs> like the adventures, Danny. 
Okay, I'll take a look. Yeah, check that out. All right. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Uh, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus